Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. I feel like it's been forever. I feel like it's been, like, a whole year since I've spoken to you. Yeah, well, we have At least not... I haven't spoken to you since last year. True. Yes. The obligatory uh, uh, twenty or New Year's joke, yes, we have not spoke this year yet um i will say that i I may not have all the qualifications but i do enjoy uh throwing out some dad jokes from time to time hey anyone's welcome to use the dad jokes it's all good and i would just say that i feel uh taking a week off of a weekly podcast can be sometimes refreshing but also a little weird when it's just a week but it feels like you're so used to doing it every week it's it's uh it's been it's been it was it was a refreshing week but it's kind of weird coming back and being like man it's been so long since we've done this it's like no we just took one week off it's not the end of the world um but we have lots to talk about even to the point where we actually trimmed a little bit and and sent it on its way to next week it's going to be a busy january as we head into the fey anniversary i don't know if they smash those word words together but it's going to be february before you know it and we'll be talking about not only the anniversary of Faye, but the anniversary of this podcast, which started um, around the same time as the first year anniversary, I want to say. I, think. I believe so. Yeah. So um, I don't know if we have anything special for that. Probably Three Houses. We'll have already been, you know, kicking that can down the road. So uh, we'll, we'll be playing some Three Houses and chatting about, I don't know, Fire Emblem Heroes, like we always do. Eddie, let's kick things off because I want to know how our summoning's gone and the current banners you can pull from are the Weekly Revival Banner 23, Glorious Gifts until the 7th, Gifts of Winter until the 7th, Tempest Trials Focus until the 11th, Winter's Envoy until the 13th, New Year's of Fire and Ice until the 14th, Happy New Year until the 14th, A Festive Miracle until the 16th, and New Year, um, I'm going to say Weird W, but I know someone in, someone in Discord was saying Omega. Is that what that is, that symbol? I just call it the W Heroes banner. W, w Special, Special Heroes. Heroes banner. I'm sure someone will correct us. We could have looked it up. We probably I've, I've still never, could. I'll admit I haven't seen the Greek symbol for Omega, so I thought that was the O one, but I thought so too. But you know what? Here's a quick Google search. What is it? It is Omega. Um, okay. um it's it's a I don't I thought it was the other way, but it's weird. Like when you search for the when you search for the W in, uh, oh, you know what it is? It is it is Greek, lowercase, lowercase. Sorry, it's a lowercase omega. The capital omega is is the little horseshoe thing you're thinking about. So, why the capital and lowercase look like completely different letters? I have no clue. But hey, Greek no. were weird in many ways. Well, when in Rome, uh, but that one goes. Until, I know. And finally, I used the win in Rome joke, and it kind of worked. So it's it's all good. Um, but yeah, that uh, banner goes. Greece, in, Italy, you know, same difference. Yeah, it goes until the 31st. So you can get your Omega on until the 31st. It is a festive month with all these banners because we've got Christmas and New Year's kind of kicking around still. So uh, hopefully you left your lights about up. The fest- festive, festive the level of festivity to it with this new banner but we'll discuss that in a bit we will we will um but let's get a little tease here how did your summoning go over the last two weeks did you get anything good for christmas 
Well, I uh, dipped into the legendary banner bit, as I mentioned the last time. Um, the uh, early banners this in December were a little rough on me, my wallet, so I really didn't have much to uh, spend on these banners. Uh, so I hopped into the legendary banner, managed to get a Regan, a Plumeria, and a Dimitri uh, before running out of wards. I kept picking at it. And just before the new year, I managed to uh, pull Lilina off of it. So I got lucky there. Um, I, uh, for now, I've been slowly picking at the W New Year's banner. Um, and luckily, the uh, new, let's say, feature, or whatever you want to call it, BS, whatever, has not hit me yet. Uh, but I uh, managed to get a four-star version of Caden and allowed me to drop the red color while summoning on it. Mm, yeah, I know what uh, that feature you're talking about, and I did experience it. So when I was summoning, um, I uh not a fan of this new mix of new and old heroes. It feels very much a step backwards, and we're going to talk about that in more detail and our opinions yeah. of that uh, when we get to the topic. But... um for summoning, I did get some new four-star heroes, including Lena, Natasha, and Marillinus, uh, a lot of colorless heroes. And um, <laughs> then for the five-star fun, I got a two New Year's Leth, Leth heroes. Um, she is the previous years, so she's the old New Year's hero. And um, then weirdly continued to have some off i'd say off luck it's it's luck but it's but it wasn't what i was looking for i got two five star uh off focus heroes with altina and a base cloud now altina was a, a repeat the base cloud i had not had yet so that uh that kind of worked out um cloud cloud claude i kept saying i said cloud a couple times i don't know what it is that use i got cloud um he has a big sword he's not an archer anymore uh, no, I got Claude, the base Claude. Yep. Um, I then received a New Year's Peony and Trionda, so I got that duo, and I was kind of like, you know what? I think I'm going to pause there. I know I got really lucky with like all those five stars, but honestly, it's it's it, it weren't they weren't I don't want to complain. They weren't the five stars I was. These aren't the five stars you're looking for. Um, and I was a little bit bummed that they had done this to the New Year's banner. So I was like, you know what? I yeah, I'm going to step away because uh, I just know what will happen. So you next. didn't want Peony? Uh, no, I did want I did want Peony and Trianda. I I was happy to get that. So yeah, one that you wanted. It's just all the rest were not ones you wanted. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have Leith before. I would have preferred not to get two of them, but um, you know, yeah. I guess beggars can't be <laughs> choosers in this in this instance. Um, but I might I might go back to it. I feel like my luck was pretty high. It has a six percent range that seemed to work well. But then testing that theory, I went over back to the legendary banner because I think I had done a bit of summoning there. And I realized, like, oh, if I pull on reds, I've got, like, a two-thirds chance of getting something new. Um, and uh, and if I got another Regan, it wouldn't be the end of the world. So I was kind of cool with that. Uh, but that one, I've spent another 100 and some odd orbs on, and my luck was not there. I ended up going to, like, 11%. And then finally, I got um, uh, Legendary Lelina, which, uh, again, I don't... We're going to talk about her later on. I completely missed what she's all about, but i'm i'm fine having her as well I, I think i was going for who was the other lady it was the it was 
it was Plumeria or something. I can't remember. Yep. And then it was Reagan. So I was happy to get whatever off the off the red banner, but I was a little getting a little antsy with all the non red orbs showing up and I'm like, oh man, if this wrecks my pity rate. Because literally everything else across the board I had had or was a hero that I had no interest in. Like um just a, a normal five star hero. So I'm glad it kinda worked out on that front, but I am now orbless <laughs> again. <laughs> so um I'm down in the orbless area right now myself, you know. Yeah. Maybe when I get my next paycheck, I'll have enough to spend a little on it, but who knows? Yeah. There's some great uh, banners in there that you can pick up, or banners, but bundles, I would say, that you could pick up. So, uh, yeah, I might. And if I can, I might grab the um, Valoria bundle so I don't have to summon on blue orbs either. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you, you mentioned you got a couple leaths in there in your summoning, and. I was not pointed out in Discord that Leith is the only New Year's hero we have in the game that is not from Fates or an original character from Faye. Hmm. Um, and I had some speculation on why I think this is. Um, as I mentioned in Discord, it's kind of a uh, flimsy excuse for why they do it. But I think the reason they do it is that um, I think Fates is one of few, if not the only, Fire Emblem game that has a Eastern setting with um, uh, Hoshido. It was Hoshido, right? Uh, and all them. Yeah, Hoshido and... Yep. Uh, and Zenith having the heavy, you know, summoning and portal aspect would be likely to quickly endorse traditions from all over. But almost every other Fire Emblem game tends to have more of a European setting, you know? Mm-hmm. as opposed to a ancient Chinese setting or Japanese. And the whole New Year's, Shrine Maidens, all that stuff is more of a Japanese uh, Eastern type thing. Yeah, I think that um, that makes sense on paper. And certainly over the four years of New Year's Heroes that we've had, um, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like they've they've proven your your point on that front. I mean, I think that when you look at Christmas the or the holiday heroes, the winter heroes that are very you know Santa Claus Christmas sort of themed, um, they don't follow that uh, at all. They kind of just they. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah. I I just think that uh, that uh, that works really well for the New Year stuff. But then you look at the other holidays and. I mean, I know Christmas well, is celebrated in, in the East. Yeah, I'm going to say Christmas is more celebrated in the West more heavily. You know, in here in the U.S., no one goes to a shrine and dresses up in a kimono for New Year's. No. And they don't do much of it in Europe, but in Japan, they do. That is a big thing, I believe. Yeah, they have you been. Know, or at least it was. Yeah. I think all of so. the New Year's sort of heroes have been more focused on that sort of spiritual side of, of celebrating the New Year. Yep. Um, and, I mean, I don't really need to see them go the other route of the more Western approach, which is just stay up till midnight, watch Ryan Seacrest um, awkwardly talk to someone six feet away and, and, and uh, watch a ball drop. I mean, if they can somehow capture that in a New Year's banner, and then, like, at 12.01, you just go to bed, that's, like, sort of the... That's sort of the Western approach yeah. to New Year's Eve. That that was and, my approach. <laughs> I would. I'm bet. not arguing. I'm saying the design for the New Year's heroes makes sense. 
I just feel they should just go ahead and let other heroes participate as opposed to only heroes that have a Eastern setting in their game. You know, in Leaf, they brought her into. Yeah, nice of them to throw Leaf a bone, even though she's a she's what is she a wolf cat? I can't remember. I think she's a cat. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, that makes sense. I think that makes sense, and we'll we'll continue to to follow that as we move forward. But um, we've got a we've got a a quiet busy week coming ahead of us with uh, some new heroes. Why don't you go through the upcoming events? Yes, uh, almost as if they knew we took Christmas week off. Faye keeps us busy with a, another new banner coming hot on the heels of this New Year's banner. Uh, but before we get to that, they are dragging an old mode out of the back room with the an Encore Illusory Dungeons Farewells starting on the 5th. Uh, we have a Forging Bonds and Login Bonus as well as that new banner starting on the 6th. So tonight or tomorrow night we should be getting that ban- uh, that video trailer for it. We have a Grand Hero Battle to go with that, starting on the 7th, and another round of Limited heroes bat- limited Hero Battles starting up on the 9th. Uh, that is all we have for the calendar as of right now. We should be getting a new one in a week or two. Perfect. Well, we will look forward to that in the near future. But moving into our topic, we've got a pretty jam-packed topic slash discussion week to go. We've teased it a little bit. We've you know hinted at it, but uh, we're going to start with um, a discussion on the next Resplendent hero, which is going to be Eldigan. He will be available on January 10th. He is in the uh, the look and feel of Hell, the Realm of the Dead, and I gotta say, he looks really cool. I'm getting like a real, real like Castlevania feel, and I'm I'm back on board the Resplendent yep. train. I'm I don't mm. even I, I don't even use Eldigan, and I'm like, yep, this is good. I like it. Yeah. So I don't know if you if you also feel that Castlevania 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 feel, but it's pretty strong in this. Yeah, I can definitely see a Castlevania flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. and um, that's so that's it. He's coming on the tenth. He'll be here soon before you know it in about a week. Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. While we were out, we had a legendary hero hop in, and she's already skipped out of the building. Uh, but if you were paying attention, you had a chance to catch our, our new legendary Lelina. Uh, Lelina from FE6, the Binding Blade, gets her time in the legendary spotlight. Uh, she is joined on the ban- she was joined on the banner by Plumeria and Regan on the red bit orb. Uh, Brave Dimitri, Mythic Yoni, and Gatri in the blue orb. So, uh, legendary Celica, Brave Edelgard, and Jill on the green orb. Brave Claude. Uh, mythic Brahma or Brahmamon and Duma, both of them mythic, on the colorless orb. Uh, this banner also brought in Null into the three to four star pool, where he will be residing from now on. I noted that he will be in three to four star from that banner on. Uh, but the star of the show is, of course, Lelina, the Firelight Leader. The daughter of Hector from Binding Blade, Lelina returns to join Roy with a legendary version. That is a red tome fire cavalry unit. She wields the studied four blaze, which accelerates her special cooldown boost uh, with a boost of one, while also giving an extra boost of an uh, extra boost of one additional at the start of turn one. On top of that, if she has a quarter of her health left or more, she is also granted attacks and resistance plus six, and it's, it disables foe skills that alter the order attack order. 
priorities. Her special is her legendary skill and it is called Gifted Magic. It triggers before combat and deals 0.8 times the um, uh, difference between her attack and the foe's defense or resistance. It doesn't. It didn't really explain how it calculates which it's which uh, defensive stat it uses to for that. Whether it takes the highest one, the lowest one, or you know, just usually does resistance unless they have a skill that allows them to use res instead or defense instead. Uh, but she does not have any other new skills, but does have a tier four version of attack res solo, sabotage resistance, and pulse smoke. So, mm-hmm. I you know I was hesitant to try to summon for Lilina just because she looks very very similar to her to her current version. This felt um, kit aside. This felt very much like they were kind of reaching. I don't know a whole lot about Lilina and whether she deserves legendary status, but I guess if Roy got it. Then I, I guess it were. I've never played the game, so I don't I know. haven't played FE6. She's the daughter of Hector. So mm-hmm. if you consider that both Hector and Elliewood were primary lords in their game, it kind of makes sense that she would be considered a primary lord and uh, qualify for legendary status. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm being too flippant here and, and sort of, you know, shoving her off. I, I just, I. Don't know a lot about her. Um, I'm just reading up on her. You know, meet meet uh, the the meet the heroes. I mean, it sounds it sounds like she's got she is a you know a firehouse so to speak when it comes to to her magic abilities. So uh, it it works. I mean, it'd be different if it was it, it'd be a different conversation if they were trying to say she was a mythic hero and it's like okay, what what is it that makes her mythic? But being legendary, I think it I guess it kind of works. And she is and one also, of the main characters. It's hard to define what exactly qualifies as a legend, what qualifies for legendary status, mm-hmm. or who qualifies for legendary status. I mean, you know, you could argue most, if not all, of the characters and you know playable characters might qualify to some degree or another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad she got her due. I mean, again, she is she is a she is a main character in. In FE6, right? Yeah. Her and Roy, I believe, are, are front yeah, and center. Yeah, she strikes me as, you know, like I said, I haven't played FE6, but she strikes me as sort of a dual dual lord like uh, Erica and Ephraim or Lynn, uh, Elowood and Hector. More Elowood and Hector, but, you know, Lynn in there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, from FE7. So, yeah, she she qualifies to my mind. I mean... Uh, yeah, you can argue, and like I said, it's Japanese only. Haven't played it, so I don't know exactly what her role in the game was. How you know, Lord, like she was in the game or not? Mm-hmm. I uh, wish we could play that game. I really wish we could uh, in you know English. Um, and I, I have. Well, hope. We need to yell at IS to get off their butts and give us the remake of FE4, so they can give us the remake of FE5, and then the remake of FE6. We can only hope those echoes versions. There's only three, three. Is there only three games that we have not played yet? That is that are sort of locked in translation hell, I guess. Uh, Yes and no. Uh Oh, Um, (laughs) we're not including the satellite games. I'm fine with those. We still haven't. We still don't have a version of Mystery of the Emblem. Okay. 
uh, which is the second half of the Shadow Dragon, mm-hmm. or Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light. So we still don't have that playable in the east or in the west uh, translated. Um, and you could argue until um, they released the special version back at the beginning of December. We did not actually have a version of FE1. We just had the remake, Shadow Dragon, which is like 10 or 11, maybe 12. I don't remember exactly what number it falls under. Um, maybe 8 or 9. Uh, Blazing, or Blazing Blade is 7. Sacred Stones would be 8, so maybe it's 9. I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's... We, uh, you know... And we technically don't have the original version of Gaiden, which came out as Echoes, but we do have a version of it. There are only three games that we have absolutely no ver- no localized version for, counting Mystery of the Emblem. So there you go. Yes, it's complicated. It which it, it has oh, to sorry. be. No, I, yep. it, it's Fire Emblem. It's going to be complicated. Speaking of complicated things, uh, the Legendary Mythic and Mythic Returns are a bit complicated this month. Uh, so let's start with the easy stuff. From uh, this banner, the Legendary Heroes that are returning in March are Regan and Bramamond. The Legendary Heroes returning in April, or Legendary or Mythic returning in April, are Lelina, Selica, and Duma. May has Peony coming back, and June has the return of Plumeria. A couple of other heroes who were previously announced for a time before have been moved up a month, with Naga going from March to February, and Yoon going February to January. Meanwhile, an additional eight heroes will join Sothis in the to-be-determined category, as, uh, according to the notes, they are currently looking to reschedule the next appearance of Lin, Fjorm, Ike, Hector, Gunthra, Ephraim, Robin, Ryoma, and Ryoma. I'm pretty sure those are all the first eight legendary heroes. They're definitely the oldest in each color. Uh, whether there was a, you know, extra blue or green one that popped up before Ryoma or whatever, I don't remember for sure the exact order. But fairly certain those are all the oldest legendary heroes out there right now. Hmm. So you think so. they have special plans for those characters? Uh as I hinted in Discord, I'm expecting either a second legendary banner a month that is just repeated heroes, and maybe some random, you know, four random other heroes, or, uh, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. or maybe a double special heroes type banner for them, you know, that they do. Not like this new banner, but the Hopefully. one that's all old units. <laughs> don't give him any ideas <laughs> oh no well i don't need to give him any ideas they're coming up with bad ideas all on their own <laughs> well all right let's talk about it um new year uh omega special heroes lowercase omega special heroes um let's talk about the elephant in the room here with the combined new and last year special heroes if you somehow missed what we were referring to on top of the new heroes we will be discussing in a minute Joining them as focus units in last year's New Year's special heroes are we have Anna, Lath, Selkie, and Duo Alphonse and Sharina. And while they have increased the chance of a focus hero to 6%, keeping the approximate rate per set 
of special heroes at 3%. They are keeping the permanent pool on the banner uh, at 2%. That's the five-star off focus. You saw my luck with that 2%. Yes. <laughs> we went over the banner. Um, this is a This is a bad move. I don't know how this could be considered at all beneficial to to players new players sure like if you're a brand new player and you want to get that six percent rate for heroes you might not have had um instead of the three and three i get i get that side of it but like the winter heroes were so generous with the spark system times three i'm fine with the spark system times one but this is a complete and utter about face on on that really good move I I do, I don't understand this whatsoever. Um, I don't know why it, they it do this. It does not benefit the players. It benefits the wallets of the company or something, you know. It's and maybe they think we'd like it or something. I don't know, but I mean, maybe they seem. You know, even they, if they add a spark, I feel this is kind of BS move. Yeah, you know. I think with a spark, it would make it better but it seems to me like they always are testing new grimy like more wallety stuff with the new year's heroes like i think our first bundles were the new year's right if yeah. i'm remembering correctly yep the first bundles uh 75 bundles with a hero included were new year heroes and they continue that with valoria being an option for one of their uh, multiple bundles um I mean, they just updated the pity break rules so that a off uh, summon pity break doesn't necessarily reset your odds. But I mean, unless you summon at least twenty times, uh, if you get some one of those two percent things, it will reset you as good as because you need to summon twenty times to get it high enough that you can lose two percent without you know resetting. Um, and after that, they just add the ability for you to get full on pity broken uh, on this banner because you're summoning for one. I mean, you're summoning for one of these new heroes and you suddenly get, you know, last year's new year's heroes, which kind of, kind of feels bad as I'm sure you can attest after getting double leads. I mean, the double was nice, I'm sure, but you know, you're summoning for Peony and you get leads, not what you were looking for. Mm. Yeah. It, the reason we sort of accept it on legendary and mythic banners is because it's only one new hero out of the 12. And uh, majority, like up to eight of them, usually are only on those types of banners. And they pull out the off focus pity breaks. So. Yeah. I, I think for me, when I, when I first saw this, it just felt. It it felt like a a real big step backward and uh, a slippery slope if they were to to do yeah, that, this. That's when you realize what was going on. Yeah, I, I think that um, if if oh. this were to be the standard going forward, I know you're going to have. We're in our fifth year. Come February, we're going to have um, four past uh, special hero banners to deal with, and. I'd almost rather see them do like if they if they don't want to have like five banners running at the same time in in 2021 for a new special heroes like they have all the revivals that they do bundle those like if you don't want to have five banners running for um uh, wedding season 
then do like your one and two together and your three and four together. Like, I think that's, that is a, that is a little more, that that is a little less grimy, you know, and probably actually makes those banners more um, attractive with the 6% rate. I think they really thought by giving us the 6%, they were actually maybe throwing us a bone. I don't know. Maybe that's what their thoughts were. So double special heroes banners are somewhat acceptable because it's all old units again, and they remove the permanent pool mm. from the pity break options. So, you know, that's slightly acceptable. But I feel, and I can see where you're, where you and IS might be wor- worrying or not liking the amount of load of the number of banners that are running. But if someone is a free-to-play player who really wants to get, uh, let's say they really want to get a five-star or a a plus 10 New Year's Camilla from the first year banner. If you even do that, even do this to that banner with the first year one and year two, now suddenly they have a harder time doing what they've been trying to do while not spending too much money. You know, so no matter how they do it, it kind of feels bad to someone. Uh, I think it would be more accepted and less griped about. I don't know how much griping there has actually been. I haven't dug, dug in and looked, um, other than you and me and others in Discord griping about it. Um, it. There would probably be less griping if they did it with the older banners to shrink down the things, uh, especially if they pull out the pity breaks or you know non-focused pity breaks. Like they do on this double special heroes banner, but no matter what, it's going to feel bad to someone mm-hmm. if they meld banners together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, it, it just seems odd to water down your new heroes like that. You know? Yeah, it, I mean, you roll. You have a yes. You have a six percent chance of summoning a focus hero, but when you summon that green focus hero you have a 50% chance of getting the wrong one. And if you don't care which of them you get, then yeah, I guess that could work. You don't have any of the last few year's ones. Um, But like I was saying, if you wanted a plus 10 uh, dual Alphonse or the very first Alt-Anna we ever got with last year's New Year's Anna, you just got a lot harder for you. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, did I interrupt you no 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 i i think all those points are really valid i think uh like the holiday banner we were stoked to see the spark system and we were hoping that would be like less of just a here's a holiday gift as opposed to and we maybe wanted to see it be more something something i I knew it was going to be just a holiday gift because they very heavily encased it like that yeah i just had a small glimmer of hope that maybe not and I didn't expect him to kick me in the balls instead of actually just not giving me what I was hoping for. Yeah, and and I mean, th- this is the thing. Like, I don't know if there was a similar sense when this banner was announced. Like, oh my god, this is our new way of forward, or is this just them I testing? Hope it's not. Yeah, I hope it's I... just them testing, and they get enough feedback saying no, don't do this. But I I think it's a. Uh, it, it, yeah special special heroes with the spark system were already you know stacked up against new heroes were 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 not great and i know the special heroes are supposed to be the ones that 
you know, really get people to, to spend money. And I mean, if you increase the rate of not getting the new hero people want, I think that's a really scummy move. And um, we've been very positive yeah. about the game. Like, um, for the most part, there's modes we don't like. But when it comes to monetary stuff, like we've the bundles are there for people who want them. Fate Pass, we feel is a pretty good value if you're if you're subbing strategically. Like we've been pretty good internet wise when it comes to the monetary practices of this game. But but this this is not good. I don't. I I really hope this isn't the norm, and maybe this is just them experimenting with the New Year stuff because maybe it is their least popular like right after the holiday yeah. heroes like people are kind of spent i don't know I yeah don't know. i know I, I don't know either i hope this does not become the norm and as much as if they do it i'll live with it because i'm not that worried about getting plus 10 of any of them mm-hmm. i kind of for those who really want a plus 10 their bridal limbs or whatever um they don't do this to the older banners too yeah well, we will see as we move forward, but we do have heroes to discuss from the lowercase omega um, banner. First off, we have Plumeria, Temptation Anew. Plumeria is a Dokelfar from Dokelheimer. Dokelfimer. I don't know if I keep saying the first. <laughs> I got caught in a loop there. Um, and she has the power to bring lewd dreams to mortals. What a What a power. Uh, setting that aside for the moment, she's also coming to the New Year celebration in Asker dressed in a fabulous kimono. Plumeria is a colorless bow flyer and wields first dream bow. <laughs> God, I, I did not read the weapon until just now. And um, Yeah, anyways, effective against flying foes. Of course it is. Grants resistance plus three, grants attack plus four to allies within three spaces during combat. If inflicts attack minus four on any foe within three spaces during combat. She has a new skill in the A slot called Close Ward. If magic, staff, or dragonstone foe initiates combat, unit can counterattack regardless of foe's range. Disables foe's skills that calculate damage using the lower of foe's defense or resistance and grants attack slash resistance plus five to unit during combat. Rounding out her kit is Sweet Dreams as an assist, quick repose three in the B slot, and attack slash defense reign three in the C slot. Um... So we got another, uh, we got our, our Lewd Dreams lady. She's here. Uh, yep. And she's, she's ready to new, with, new Year's Eve party. Yep, complete with her um, mythic assist skill, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. It's pretty uh, rad. Double check, Plumeria, but Sweet Dreams, I think, is the same exact assist skill she has on her mythic version. Oh, I see. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, they did. We just had that with the Winter Hero, where uh, Altina had the, the exact same weapons as her Mythic version. So, yep. how do you feel about that shared skill? Like, because it's the same character, you're okay with that? Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind. Of, it, it also kind of explains. I mean, not that they would ever, not that they were likely to ever put a Mythic or leg, a legendary, not legendary, a Mythic hero as a normal one. Uh, kind of guarantees it stays as a special hero. Um, and it seems fine, you know, as long as it's not too, too overpowered. It's limited access. So, mm-hmm. trying to pull her up and verify, but I'm having trouble finding her here, so. Yeah. But I think it works fine, and I think it's generally been what they do. Cool. No, I mean, I I think that uh, she sounds... Sounds like she's got a a pretty good 
kit. And um, I, I mean, here, pers- we've already talked about the, you know, original content heroes and them getting a lot of the special hero treatment with, with New Year's. But um, I didn't really, you know, latch on to to the characters from book four. And um, even even Peony, like I, I think Peony, uh, she kind of grew on me. But even with her doer hero that we'll talk about in a little bit, like I, it, it did, I don't know. The New Year's stuff isn't really something that that makes me really excited you know it's it's they're not heroes that i'm that i'm mm-hmm. after but i think like if you're going to choose the the heroes you do for for special new year's heroes from book four like there are less heroes to choose from i feel like um and i think they picked yeah. they picked the three that made sense for sure like the top three so oh yeah yeah and i did confirm uh plumeria does have her have the same assist skill on her mythic version so great uh, what about Valoria? 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 Valoria, renewed wolf pup. The daughter of Keaton from Fates, Valoria joins the banner as a blue beast infantry unit. She wields the renewed fang, which, on top of the infantry beast transformation rules, boosts her special trigger by one. And if she is in two spaces of her support partner, she debuffs her foe by attack speed minus six and slows their special trigger by one per attack. Uh, it also grants the cooldown delay to her support partner if they enter combat within two spaces of her. Uh, she has no other skills, but she does come with soul, distant counter, and no follow-up. So, another one of those weapons with the very rare and I don't use very often effects that only work if she if you use the partner support system in the game and keep them together. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. Which I guess for those min maxing, it might be less odd to find that you're doing that. But I tend not to mess with it that much. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I really don't. But it's, it's nice. Uh, I don't know, like these fates characters, these these fates uh, mm-hmm. sort of beast characters. Like I remember when they added beast characters to the game, and it was a big deal, and it opened up like a lot of these characters coming in and uh we got a lot from um the telly mm-hmm. series as well but um i don't even remember using valoria or you know it, i don't it, i remember i remember caden i remember i think i remember keaton but uh i do not remember the kids i think the kids in fates didn't really get a lot of play for me like they did in awakening so yeah. um this this character kind of Falls through the cracks I mean, a little bit, but Valoria is one of the ones that would be a little tougher to have her uh, be able to get a lot of play uh, because she is, you know, from the conquest side of things, as is Keaton. And in conquest, um, if you didn't buy the DLC and are just playing the game as it started, as it's set up, you're not gonna have a ton of time to get every child unit and build them up to or if you need to build them up you know use them that much mm-hmm. so because you know with the limited the classic fire emblem style gameplay without the ability to just replay certain maps or get extra battles it's quite hard to build up those uh you know build up everyone's uh assist or their support mm-hmm. yeah no, I, I feel you on that 
Um, so it's understandable that the kids might not get a ton of play for you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, let's chat about a character I do remember, which is uh, Caden, refreshed Kitsumi. Caden uh, is the leader of the Kitsuni, sorry, a beast tribe whose people can transform into foxes. He's visiting Asker to take part in the New Year's celebrations, all dressed up in a spectacular kimono. Caden uh, is a red beast cavalry wielding refreshed fang, grants speed plus three, and at start of combat, if foe's HP is greater than or equal to 75%, grants speed plus five to unit, and inflicts speed minus five on the foe during combat, and then. If unit speed is greater than foe speed, deals damage equal to 70% of the difference between stats. Uh, the maximum bonus of plus 7 damage and can combo with phantom speed. He has a new skill in the B slot called attack slash defense snag 3. If a movement assist skill like reposition, shove, pivot, etc. is used by unit or targets unit, inflicts attack slash defense minus 6 on nearest foes within 4 spaces of both unit and target through their next actions running at his kit is swap as an assist and even speed wave three in the c slot it's also important to note caden is the uh is also available as a four star focus so uh if if you happen to get a four star caden you gotta he was that's the reason why he's a first four star focus um you ended up getting caden right because i remember you 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 had said that you've gotten you got a? Did you get a four star or a five star? I can't remember. Yes, got a four star version of him and upgraded him to five star with unlock potential and all. Yeah, and so. I I have not I have not gotten you know Caden, but uh, I mean he he looks like the Caden guy except uh, he's he's in his yep. in his kimono. I, I mean I don't know. I feel yeah. like these are Joining literally just wardrobe changes. Got her version last year, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is what it is. What it is. I think. Uh, oh my gosh! I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but he's wearing socks and sandals. Uh, so should have. Well, you know, foxes are usually so fashion adept. It's just such a shock. Ah <sighs> man, I don't know what we're gonna do with this Caden guy. Socks and sandals. Hopefully, Peony is uh, is better dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Peony, the Alfardrine duo, is our next hero. She's returning from book four. We have Peony and her protective older sister, Triandra, as a green flying tome unit with a dual skill that grants the unit adjacent to her with the highest HP and other action, plus three to all four combat stats, and the ability to move to a space adjacent to any ally within two spaces for one turn. Her weapon is the Bond of the Alfar, which grants them speed plus three and attack plus six to any allies in cardinal directions of them during combat. She has, or they have a new skill called Res Cantrip, which at tier three debuffs foes within spaces, within four spaces of by re- resistance minus seven through their next action when Singer Dance is used. She also brings her mythic assist skill, Gentle Dream, uh, to the battle, as well as tier four, or Peony brings her mythic assist. Uh, Triandra's got left behind. Uh, Gentle Dream, with. Uh, they also have tier four attack speed bond and joint drive attack. I don't want to alarm anyone at home, but I did, I did look into this. Uh, all of the New Year's heroes are wearing socks and sandals. Maybe it's a th- maybe it's a traditional garb thing that I'm I'm not I'm I don't know about. But yeah, consider my pri- prior alarm 
uh, you know, you, we can just get rid of that. Doesn't I guess if they're all wearing socks and sandals, it's it's I'm the problem. So and it also might have to do with the types of sandals they're wearing. They're not what we would normally, you know, or they're not worn in the fashion that we would normally wear sandals. Yeah, I was mostly joking. Not, and, and then not I to mention that down. New Year's time, it's kind of cold. So you might want your feet a little warmer than not. True, true. I, I'm I'm sure it has to do with the traditional sort of kimono dress that they're wearing, and it's perfectly perfectly normal. And I was just making a stupid joke. Um, but I think um, Peony and Trianda being a duo hero kind of work. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but that kind of works for the lore of Book Four. And that aren't they like long lost sisters? <laughs> no, friends. Aren't they? Oh, you mean. Calling her her protective older sister doesn't hint it that he might be. Did I miss that? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, uh, Sorry. Just had to poke you a little. No, Um, I think it's valid. I don't know if it's ever 100% confirmed and spelled out, but through conversations between Trianda and um, Peony uh, in their life before they got, became Alfar or Dokofar and uh, Yosofar, they were in an abusive family, and Triandra tried to protect Peony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe her taking her to this place was a way to protect her. Yeah. It it, it works really well as a, as a duo hero, and I, I do appreciate that. I mean, the only other thing you probably could have done is, is Peony and um, Sharina, and that weren't, they, they had a connection as well. Like, weren't they like, they, they were, were like, like swapsies? Friends, um, I don't know if they met before any of them got turned. There is talk that they, it sounds like they met before anyone was turned and would swap places from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, it's hard to tell for sure the way they talk, whether it was in dreams that this happened or in real life and the way everything happened. So I think it was real life they were swapping. They were so similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I think uh, we got Sharina last year, so I guess we didn't need yes, another it was part of Alphonse. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's. If, if nothing else, if Sharina was going to come on this one, she should have been the focus hero as opposed to the other because she was the sidekick last year. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's talk about the final hero on the special heroes banner, which is Keaton, Resolved Wolfskin. Keaton is the leader of the Wolfskin, a tribe of people who are able to transform. <laughs> Sharina, what are we doing? Uh, today, he's joining us in a kimono for the New Year celebrations in Asker. Keaton is a green beast infantry unit wielding resolved fang, which is unlocked at five star. Uh, grants defense plus three at start of combat if foe's HP is greater than or equal to 75%. Grants defense plus five to unit. Inflicts defense minus five on foe during combat. And then if unit's defense is greater than foe's defense, damage deals damage equal to 70% of the difference between stats to a maximum bonus of 7 damage. Since he's the Tempest Trials unit, no new skills, but rounds out his kit with smite as an assist, sturdy, bow, sturdy blow 2 in the A slot, unlocked at 5 stars, and attack slash defense link 3 in the B slot. Keaton is the Tempest Trials plus bonus unit, or um, free unit, so that's where you can get him mm-hmm. he's not actually on the banner but he is related to the banner i knew eddie was gonna it's, jump it's on that just so amazing that he can transform i know it's not like Caden and valoria his daughter can do that too it's or amazing. leith or you know all the dragons yeah none of them can transform 
It's glorious. Wait, wait. No, no, they all can. I don't know. Like I, I, I pull my descriptions from the um, uh, Fire Emblem Heroes runs this great website. It's meet some of the heroes, and sometimes Sharina's descriptions are funny, and I and they're great. But I should have read this one a little closer because it's just like I think they gave up <laughs> on this character. <laughs> hey, he can transform. Fun fact: he's a wolf. And he can transform. And I'm like, ah, uh, thanks for that. <laughs> Anyways. Who would have uh, thunk? A who, wolf skin can turn into a wolf. Who would have thunk? Um, he is the free unit, so yeah. I'm, I'm sure everyone has him. Uh, definitely get through your Tempest Trials. Um, we have one final little tidbit of news here to t- discuss before we move into the Elrealm Gate. Uh, version 5.1 uh, is coming. It will launch on January 6th, so this upcoming week. There are a lot of just normal version update stuff, but we'll run through it. Um, the one uh, one of the new features that bears mentioning is the Vault of Heaven, which is related to Ether raids. That'll be coming with the version update, and that's tiers twenty nine through thirty eight will be added to Ether raids. So these ten new tiers are known as the Vault of Heaven. Um, I have not made it past tier nineteen, so sounds like I'm good. I haven't put a lot of effort into it though, so I don't blame the mode. I blame I blame me. I mean, Eddie, what's the highest you've gotten? Uh, 16? Yeah. I think we're both in the same boat. We just do the auto de- auto deploy. Yeah, I do the auto deploys and it's pulled me up to 16. I might be able to get to 17 here soon. But yeah, same here. I really don't mess with them that much. And yeah, this is for the high end players who keep playing it and it's kind of vicious. Um, like, it's, it's, it's weird the way they do it. Because if you start, if you end your season in tier 27 or 28, you'll start the next season inside the Vault of Heaven. But if you don't make it all the way to tier 38 by the end of that season, you'll go all the way back to tier 23. Yeah. So, that quite, is weird. quite a vicious knockback if you don't make it high enough. Hmm. I wonder if, so. well, hey, to each his own. Uh, if if they yeah. want to go for that higher rank, you, I guess the higher you go, the harder you fall, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> along with the Vault of Heaven, there's the usual updates. Uh, we got the new round of uh, ephemera, ma- uh, ephemera units uh, with Hot Spring Ryoma and Myrrh as the five stars. Elwood, Oscar, Altena, Barst, and Faye as the four stars. Um the weapon refineries are coming in again. Uh, we've got Arden getting a unique weapon in refine options. Jenny as well getting a unique weapon in refine options. Uh, Levin and uh, Bo Hinoka are both getting refine options for their weapons. Uh, some usual building upgrades for Mjolnir Strike, Aether Raids. Uh, and new heroic grail units, uh, Hana and Gal uh, from November are joining the heroic grail list. Nice, yeah. And um, we are we are getting uh, we're getting an update. I, I want to talk about this. Pawns of Loki. The number of enemy combos from turns four to six will be slightly reduced. Um, and a map skip animation option will be added for Pawns of Loki. If map no animation is already enabled in settings, this new option won't appear. Uh, some minor issues will be addressed, but uh, we didn't get details on that. So it sounds like they're going to give us the option to skip animations. I think that's the thing that kind of does, you know, 
extend the amount of time you're spending in Ponza Logi, so that's that's good. And yep. it sounds like you can do it independent of your of your um of your options. So maybe you can have skip animations on. I I I'd have to see it. It already sounds like if you have no animation on, a new option won't appear because you've already got it set. So it sounds like it's the opposite. You can keep animations on for normal stuff, but you can turn on animations off in Ponzaloki. Does that make sense? Uh, it, skip animation, I don't know what the difference between skip animation and no animation is. Maybe there's some, you know, it'll show the movement, but no animation means absolutely nothing. You don't even see the movement. It just flashes to the end of the turn, moving everyone to where they went and moved. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe... Uh, skip animation shows them moving on the map, but doesn't show the actual combats. So, uh, you know, where you show them move up on the map, uh, jab at the square, and then it goes on to the next one. That might be what skip animation is, where no animation is. It just flashes to the end with the damage already taken, and you have no clue how it happened. So... Uh, there is also going to be a bug fix for Kanto, which we really only have one unit with it so far, which is Regan. Uh, essentially, if um, you're under grand gravity effect uh, while using Kanto, you can move across trenches as if they were regular. Uh, they It'll be fixed so that a Kanto unit trying to move across a trench will uh, only move one space across them, so slow them back down like it, trenches are supposed to. Another kind of issue going on is if you have double tap to wait turned off, uh, you cannot currently keep your cavalry, your Kanto uh, unit, cavalry unit in the current square when the Kanto triggers. So essentially, you have to move them even if you wanted to leave them where they were. Uh, after that update, you can double tap to make them wait in your current square regardless of the selected option when they have Kanto. Cool. Um, the, the last little thing here that I think bears noting is they're adding a little quality of life thing to the, um, events displays. So, uh, the, the core example here that applies to everyone because we're not playing Yelder Strike, uh, is the Hall of Forms. So for example, Hall of Forms has kind of a weird active and inactive phase where the active phase is when you can actually play the mode. And then the inactive phase is where you can purchase, or redeem your your um, your forma souls. So there'll be a different color hue used there to de- to denote whether it's active or inactive. Um, another one is uh, once you've collected all the rewards from an event, they will stop glowing. So it seems like there's going to be sort of a um, like a like a glow to the event banner to tell you like, hey, you've this is over, but you can still collect rewards here. I think that's a good way of noting because now that they have sort of the um, resonant battles and and they're kind of swapping in and out the arena stuff for the for the weekly quests i think weekly no uh seasonal mm-hmm. uh, anyways you know what i mean um it'll be nice to see that sort of visual marker that you haven't collected those those rewards um if you yeah. want to get on them right away so uh not a beefy update but enough there to kind of uh get us through till the big update which will probably be hitting early february with the anniversary so um that was when we got fate pass right like we're heading into the year two of fate pass yeah, right that was the quote-unquote big update of last year <laughs> hey man it affected there a lot of us and our wallets added in there but still yeah it was a it may not have been a mode but it's it's uh an addition that i think a lot of people have 
found time to talk about um especially <laughs> folks with podcasts uh let's let's move into the outrun gate we're running a little long here but we do have uh blazing blade lynn root to, to wrap up we are talking about chapter 10 eddie it is you will be doing the honors and discussing uh giving us a wrap-up what is going on in chapter 10 with chapter 10 we continue on our way approaching castle Kaelin and the showdown with Thundred. and lynn is as determined as ever we have no real tutorial this map uh, but we are shown a mechanic we have not really dealt with before as rain comes in and out on various turns uh, and when it's raining your characters are severely limited in their movement as are enemy characters uh Upon defeating Lundgren, the Chancellor he had jailed breaks out of his cell and greets Lynn as she enters the uh, castle and leads her to her grandfather for a lovely, lovely heartwarming reunion uh, where she helps him overcome the poisoning he's been receiving. Uh, various members of the army stay with her, uh, but you as the tactician decide to leave. Uh, as you get the usual in-game scroll through the units discussing what happened to them after this, um, it prompts you to save and informs you that from here on out, Ellerwood will become the primary lord of the game, who will be joined by his friend Hector shortly after the start. Uh, and while pretending to be coy about it, it pretty much states Lynn will return later as well. And if any of them are defeated, it is game over. But any other defeated units will only suffer permadeath. Uh, of a sort, potentially. I'm guessing there are some characters who will be story-mandatory, so they won't die, but they just won't fight anymore. Uh, and that is a story we will continue after a trip to Phoneland in the Leicester Alliance. So how was this map for you? Um, it, it, was, it was one that took a little longer than previous maps. Uh, it definitely took a little longer to finish. It start, um, started drifting into the traditional uh, FE length maps. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I, I definitely felt that. Uh, the rain that would pop up felt mm, more annoying than, than anything. Like it, it also felt like that rain, uh, which it would give you a warning. Uh, wouldn't war- I don't know if it would warn you when it was about to stop. I know it would warn. Like Lynn would be like, "Hey, the clouds." Both of them. Sorry. It would warn you for both of them. Oh, okay. Um. So I mean, at least it was nice enough. Like Lynn is a uh, is a meteorologist, so she could say just like, "Oh, the clouds are coming in." Um. I have one of those weather stations that I hook up to my Wi-Fi back uh back at the, at the hut. Uh. So I'm I am a I am a meteorologist. Um. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to task. Yeah, on she would people. just say clouds are looking a little rough. It might start. It might start raining soon. Oh, the clouds are looking a little light. It should be ending soon. Or oh, this looks kind of sparse, so it should shouldn't last long. Mm-hmm. Or some other random thing. Yeah, I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm giving uh, giving Linus such a hard time. I I think that um, it, it was a fine map. Um, the the end boss was was very like I I had to chip away at him. Uh, I think I ended up sort of placing Wallace, sort of parking Wallace in front of him so he wouldn't switch to the javelin. And then I would uh, rescue Dance um, Irk in there a couple times to to peck away at him with magic. And I think Dorcas got the the finishing blow because he was the only one that could wield a hammer. Um, Okay. I had purchased a bunch of stuff in the vendors uh, that had like all the heavy weapons. It was very convenient of of Lung- Lundgren's uh, uh, enemies to 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 be able to purchase um, 
various weapons that could take him out with all of his hefty yeah. armor, but... Um, if you talk to the houses and villages, they're all against Lundgren. It's just there's he controls the army, so there's not much they can do. Yeah, you know. No, I feel you. It it was a good map. I mean, a, a good way to end end sort of the the run. And I really felt like the sort of epilogue sort of story that unveiled after you finished the the map was really was really good. And and the fact that Lynn basically through her, you know. Um, positive outlook basically cured her grandfather of poison um which always you know is is based in fact i mean sometimes laughter is the is the best cure i mean we've all watched patch adams um it's a real thing so i don't know i i really like this this uh this chapter it worked really well had a great ending and um i remember playing it when it came out and finishing this and and being like, oh man, this is just like the start. Now we're moving into what is quote unquote the main game, although they do bill it as like chapter 11 onwards. Uh, it's, I remember being, you know, blown away. This game, this game here, Blazing Blade, it was the first of its kind that I've, that I played back in the day. Um, I really, outside of Advance Wars, maybe that was like maybe the closest thing, but they were kind of around the same time with the GBA, but like, I think this was, when I think back, this is really like the first time where I kind of ventured out from the Mario's, the Zelda's, the Halo's of, of gaming and, and really got a chance to play something different. So I'm, I'm stoked that we got to play this. Yeah. Uh, for me, I had a bit easier time with Lundgren. Um, I essentially moved everyone around him, uh, keeping them, two spaces or three spaces away from him and then brought in all my ranged units that could smack him around and pelted him down and Lynn came in and uh, took all that pent-up frustration and critted his butt with Manicotti. There's a good chance if she hadn't done that, she he might have killed her one shot, but... Yeah. So... No, that's dangerous, especially with the... the um... Oh, I, I, I made a... Um, save point uh whatever they call it a restore point uh right before i sent lynn in there because it's like i'm gonna try this because i want to see the conversation between lynn and him and um oh did they have special dialogue i figured they would yeah yep he did something i forget exactly what it was i didn't think to write it down i so not that (laughs) it was just something like him grumbling her about her being a you know, disgusting nomad or whatever. I can't remember the exact wording, but yeah. Well, that's you know. good. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, when I did finish it, I was kind of like, oh, I should have fought him with Lynn to get the, some sort of special yeah. dialogue. Although you're right. Like he being but, a, like I said, I created the, um, uh, trigger the restore point right before I did it because yeah, if she had missed, there was a good chance he would have one shot her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Heavy heavy armor lance unit probably would have taken taken yeah. her out good. Um, yeah. I think he only had like a fifty percent chance of hitting her, but still, if yeah. he had hit her, he would have done. Um, uh, what you call it? A critical. Uh, if he had if he had hit her, he would have done twenty five damage to her twenty three health. Oh man. Well, good thing we have those Wii U restore points because that was a close one. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we have... If I didn't have a restore point, um, yeah, I would not have 
sent her in. No, 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 no. That would have been a bad move. Um, that well, that is Blazing Blade, Lynn's route. Uh, we do plan to return to Blazing Blade at some point, but we've got a you know a, a, our next game club set up, which will be coming in the in the next um, in the next few weeks, and that is uh, three houses as you know uh, voted on by our extra life um donors and the winner is the clod route the verdant wind route and that's what we're going to be playing so we're kicking things off with part one but not next week we're taking a little bit of a break and i'll let eddie sort of run through what we're going to be doing because we've got a call to action for our listeners we want to hear from you because we're going to talk about 2020 yes (laughs) we're keeping it around for at least another week sorry folks (laughs) Um, next week, uh, we're actually going to hold a look back at Fay 2020. Uh, we'd love to hear your opinions on these. Uh, in Discord, let, let us know your favorites in the following category. New heroes, special heroes, legendary and mythic heroes, or resplendent heroes, and free heroes. Um, and if, you, if one of the new heroes or special heroes is one of the Tempest Trials or Grand Hero Battle Units, which are the free heroes, that is fine. Just figured see you know who people really like as those given to you heroes that were given to you um whether you manage to obtain or not let us know and let us know if there's any mode or feature change that you really liked or appreciated last year Uh, we're aiming to have this be a positive look back we've already gotten plenty of complaints out during the summit and uh this week with that wonderful new banner that we got yeah uh so just if if you'd like to continue complaining about them, we'll gladly grumble with you in Discord. Uh, but otherwise, tag Ryan or I in Discord with your uh, picks this week uh, to help us find them when we're setting up the notes next week. Or you can also email them to us at faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Good stuff. We look forward to hearing from everybody, and that is going to do it for our first 2021 episode of Summoner's Call. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show over the last year, and we look forward to bringing you even more Fire Emblem content in this year, 2021. You can visit us on the web, gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, as Eddie said, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at rmurphy, Eddie at Drelfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers Inn for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Are you ready to do the first Summoner's Call of 2021? Yep. Oh, he said yeah instead of no. I see you set up a New Year's resolution not to lie through your bloody teeth. Don't worry, I'll go back to the normal way next week, probably. (laughs) Alright, fine. Well, I will will bask in this uh, normalcy here. (laughs) And, um, are you ready, good sir? Nah. (laughs) Ah, no! Let the record show. Hey, you you lasted 30 again. I know I asked again, and it's my fault, and I've ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs>